This is Stage Chats with Claudia and Ailish. Hey dancers, welcome to Stage Chat. The place where we discuss what you can skip and save on in dance. Woo! Accountants out here. No, <laughs> <laughs> no seriously, this is going to be a really interesting episode. It is, because I feel like as a dance parent or even a dance kid, like you spend so much money, yeah. so it's good to know what's actually worth it. Exactly. What are the things that you actually need to do or need to get to help you make it in yeah, the dance world? exactly. What's good? Yeah, we're going to go through it in a lot of detail. Let's so, do it. Let's do it. Um, first of all, obviously you can win prizes. This week's prize is a day stripe tee. So basically it's our new tees and it's pink and white stripes. It's really cute. cute. And I comfy. need to get my mum one actually. She asked me to get it. Oh, daughter yeah, of the year. Daughter you need of to the do year. that. I know. Um, so all you got to do, guys, is listen to this episode. Take a selfie. And tag at Stage Chats and you can be one of the winners. Woo! So make sure you do that. Tip of the week. What's yours, Ailish? Mine is go to Sydney. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, Basically, this week, Ailish and I were in Sydney. Well, actually, it was last week, sorry, because like I was judging. Two days ago. <laughs> yeah, I was judging ADF, Australian Dance Festival, and I was like, Ailish, you have to come with me. So basically, we went together and we had the best time. It was the best time ever. Oh, wow. Like, if guys, you went to ADF, shout out to you. Yeah. Everyone was amazing. Oh, they were so amazing. There were 7,000 kids there. Like, it was actually wild. There were people everywhere, but it was just yeah. like the energy. I've never seen anything like it. Yeah, I think because I've never actually been to like a commercial dance competition before. Yeah, me neither. It's so different to a ballet competition. Oh, so different. Everyone was just the energy. You could just feel it. Yeah, literally. Yeah. You could feel it everywhere. So that was like a whole heap of fun. And yeah. I'm really glad we went. So yeah, Sydney also too. I just love Sydney. Yeah, and it was really hot too. Yeah, it was like they were having a heat wave too. So Ailish and I were just like, it's Queensland. Queensland. Um, we were loving it. Yeah, loving it. Um, My tip of the week is my new brow product. Yes, tell us <laughs> about a product. Well, I'm wearing it today and I said to Ailish, I was like, I think my eyebrows, I think I've brushed them too far up. <laughs> it looks like I've been electrocuted. <laughs> hey, but your forehead looks small. Yeah. <laughs> I said to Ailish, surely if you brush your eyebrows up like a lot, because I I find like from dance, from pulling my hair back for years, yeah. like not- The rest- hairline. Yeah, yeah, the hairline starts to go a little bit further back. But um, if you brush your eyebrows up, it makes your forehead look it smaller. It does. It does. I think they look great. They're, they're very high, but- <laughs> So this brow product that I got, um, this is obviously like absolutely not sponsored. It's just like one that I absolutely love. My friend was wearing it one day and I was like, oh my God, Sunny, what are you wearing on your eyebrows? She was like, it's called Complete Brow. There was a bit of a rigmarole though. I ordered it online. Then they decided to not deliver it because (laughs) I think I put the first name in my order as first name. (laughs) I don't know what happened there. So then obviously the address and everything was fine, but then they emailed me and they were like, Hey, um, I can see that like your name is it says first name. And you're like, hey, that's my name. <laughs> what are you trying to say? So they didn't deliver it, but uh. then eventually, like three weeks later, I finally got it. But it was worth the wait. Honestly, it like I love it. You were dedicated to get the brow product. I was. Yeah. It was yeah, it's really cool. It's love like this olive green bottle too. Ooh. Anyway. Um okay. Snazzy. <laughs> what should we start with now, Ailish? What should we start with? Okay. I think first of all, we need to talk about I reckon the number one question is summer schools, overseas summer schools. Actually, I feel like I get asked that the most out of everything is when to do them, when it's worth to do them. Um, and yeah, is it even worthwhile? Like, is it a waste of time? 
Yeah, definitely. Okay, so I would say it is very worthwhile to do them, but it depends on your age and mm. where you are in your dancing. So I would probably say like when you want to go overseas for a professional school. Like when you're willing to yeah. do that, when you're like, I'm ready to go to the Royal Ballet School or go to English National, and whatever it is. And that's what I want and I'll do anything to get into it. That's when you should do the summer schools. That's when schools. you should do the summer schools. I think kids that are going over to, you know, London and America and all that at like 11 or 12, to be honest, as a parent, unless you can like afford to do that, like vibes, if you yeah. can, that's really amazing. But I think if you don't have the funds to do that, it's it's probably a little bit of a waste of time. I think it's a very waste of time and yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, time and money because obviously like these directors, you got to remember, they're only interested really in the kids that are 15, 16, because that's the age that they're actually getting into these schools. Exactly. And so what? You might be so talented at 11 and 12 but they're not going to care. Yeah, yeah, they they're want not. you when you're 15, 16. Yeah, exactly. So and they're not going to Yeah, and they're not going to take you at 12 anyway. The only no. place I can think of is like lower schools, but yeah. I even think to be honest lower schools as well. Like while we're on this topic, I think as well they are a little bit of a waste of time. I like, agree because you have to audition to get into the upper schools anyway. Yeah, and, and I just find like you could do all these years at the lower school, right? And have, you know, a great time, but then when you have to audition to the upper school, there's there's no guarantee that you're getting in. You've no. Just, you've just like not wasted, but you've invested all that time and money of being away, living overseas and everything. Yeah. And your ultimate goal is obviously to get into the upper school, but there's no guarantees that that's going to happen. Exactly. And I feel like at 11 and 12, you're still a kid. Like mm. you don't know how to work hard. You don't actually know that the impressions will last to yeah. get into the upper school. Yeah. So if you muck around a little bit, being a normal kid. Yeah. Which happens. Which happens, course. which is normal. Like yeah. I wouldn't expect anything like less yeah um that actually could detriment you getting into the upper school exactly yeah. exactly and I've definitely seen some kids like there was one girl in particular I remember they were like tossing up whether to go over to the lower school or not yeah and I said to them I said I don't think it's a great idea because I think if you want to get into the upper school stay in Australia yeah. get as good as you can in Australia and we have great schools and like training, training here. teachers yeah, yeah we have you know I think some of the best in Australia I like it's, it's crazy um and I said not to go and obviously you know when the opportunity arises it obviously gets tempting to go and she did go and before you know it she was back home didn't Mm. get into the upper school I didn't even know if she's still dancing anymore and I'm like it just shows like don't do things too soon exactly yeah and And you can burn out yeah yeah the novelty does wear off it absolutely does it absolutely does what do you think about group of Steadfords and competitions they're very good do you okay what age though I think from a young age, to be honest, mm. like performing with a group at a young age, I think one, it's really fun. Mm. Two, you have to learn a routine. You have to dance together. Yep. I think also though, like adding on to that, do you think it should be compulsory that a dancer has to do them like every single year? And Or, or do you think it's just one of those things that you can do once and get a feel for it and then be like, okay, I've done my stint with that. Now I might progress into just doing solos. Yeah, I think 100%. I remember I did my, I started a group of Stedford when I was 12. Yep. And I did them till, yeah, probably about 14. So two years. Mm -hmm. And I had the best time. Like I actually just found it so fun. Yeah, literally. It really brought like, you know, going on stage, that's the fun part of dancing. It is. It's the reason why you dance. Mm -hmm. So I think getting on that from a young age, having a feel for it and getting the confidence to dance on stage, Mm -hmm. I think really actually sparked a light for me. Exactly. Being like, I actually want to do this like for my career. Of course. And the thing is, like I know for parents, 
parents, that can get very exy and expensive because you've got costumes, you've got the rehearsals, they'll like, you know, maybe add on some holiday rehearsals, which requires, you know, more money and all that. But I do think group of Steadfords, it's probably the one thing where kids walk away and they feel like they've achieved something as a team. Yeah. And I think that can really, that can really, as you said, ignite confidence and all that in, in a young child. Exactly. And I feel like, you know, dancing and ballet and stuff is quite individual. Mm. So I think it kind of brings in like a team sport one like mentality you know, yeah mentality yeah, totally. I, which I think is awesome like learning to stay in line you're gonna have to do that in Swan Lake you know yeah, for example eventually, later for the on. rest of your career so I think learning that from a young age learning musicality mm. like reading people on stage I think from a young reading age, people but like I know yeah, what you mean like, like kind of like being able to know when someone's looking at you like with those eyes they're like okay you gotta stay in line yeah or like cues yes. and stuff on stage I think that's so important because that's what you have to do later on exactly Um, you know another really important thing that I think we should talk about with you know money and skipping and saving on is professional schools and what ones are actually worth the money because let me tell you some of these professional schools they're like upwards of 80k a year for some parents and it's like is it worth it is it worth it and I actually have like something else to add on to this because I was Mm. explaining this to a mother and daughter yesterday I said make sure because she's about to do YAGP yeah. And I said, make sure that when you go into any type of professional setting, whether you're auditioning or you're at YGP and they're offering you something, that you find out how interested they actually are. Yeah. Are they like semi there or are they like, we love this girl, we need her at our school, like we're going to have this, this, this lined up for her. Yeah, exactly. If that's the case, it's probably worth your money, right? Yeah, I think so too. Like you kind of need to know what they see you doing. Like yes, your in the future. Goal, in the future. Yeah. I think that's good. I think from my experience, like I was dancing at a school where there was a company, I was told that I wasn't the right fit for the company. So I moved overseas, which I think was really good. I kind of wish I moved to a school that was linked to a company Mm. so that I kind of had something to slot into. Yeah. Um, So for me, I think it was obviously really worth for me to go to that professional school because I got so many amazing experiences, Mm. but I think it would have been probably more worth my while if there was a company linked Linked to to it. it. So maybe parents like keep that in mind, like for your children, like make sure that maybe when they're looking that there is something actually affiliated to the school because uh, you don't want them to get to a position where they graduate and then they're kind of stuck. Yeah, I think so too. And I think also research the place you're going to. Do they look like you? Do they dance like you? Do they have the same qualities? Because if they don't, you might have gotten a 100% scholarship, which is, you know, amazing or whatever. But if there's nothing that's going to lead you to the end, kind of, you got to kind of weigh it up a little bit. Or even like to them, if they're not 100% sold on you, like it sounds very harsh, but you you might just be a number yeah. right, in that class and, you know, you're paying full fees yeah. and it's very expensive for your parents and they're sacrificing so much for you to be there. But for what? Yeah. Like, are you actually going to get a professional career out of this from like committing all that time and money? Like, yeah, when you could get the same training where you are. Yeah, or you could go somewhere else where maybe they will offer you a half scholarship. Yeah, it might not be the top school, but if they're like more dedicated into the fact that they're going to give you everything. Yeah. Like, 
later on, then it's probably worth the money and the time for like you and your family. It's not just like about the dancer. It's about the family and the yeah, sacrifice, exactly. Because right? it is a lot. Like, yeah. you know, the money that's involved to send your child overseas, it's a lot. Yeah, it's not just even the training. You've got to think about the flights back and forth, yeah. them, you know, living there, like an allowance, like yeah. for them to buy point shoes, food, like all that stuff. There's just There's so, there is so much. So I think probably mm. research and actually talk with them, like be like, okay, that this is, thank you for the opportunity. Where do you see me? Like, mm. you know, once we graduate, like yeah. what kind of thing do you reckon I will go into? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or are there any opportunities while I'm at the school and yeah. even as a parent, you could ask, is there any opportunities for Annabelle, whatever her name is, yeah. you know, like ask, ask those questions. I think don't be afraid. Like those directors, like if they have a strong vision and if they're really hell bent on having your daughter there or yeah. your son there, they will have those answers. Yeah, exactly. But if, they, if they're umming and ahhing and they don't really know, they don't have a clear vision, yeah, maybe you're better off going somewhere else and spending that money elsewhere where someone does have a clear yeah, vision for you. Yeah, because you probably are just a number. Yeah, exactly. Filling and that's, up a class, Exactly, and that's the harsh reality. So I think, um, yeah, going overseas, it's there's a lot of factors in there. And you don't actually have to go overseas. No. Like, you know what I mean? You can get the same opportunities, you know, if you stay in Australia dancing at your dance school, mm. if you've got such good teachers that mm. can take you somewhere, you can get a contract at 18. I've seen it. Mm, yeah. And then you move overseas. Exactly. Like, everyone's journey is so different. You don't actually have to move overseas at 16. No, exactly. Yeah. What about something a little bit lighthearted? So like, you know, like out there, there's a lot of um, brands yeah. where they're selling like really high-end leotards. Like I'm yeah. talking like, I, I think there's some brands where honestly I've seen like $200? them. $200? $250? Yeah. Do you think it's worth it? No, <laughs> I really don't. Because I've been like- I've got a brand in mind yeah. and I know the hype. I don't understand the hype. I've literally been a part of it being like, okay, I really want this leotard to fit because mm. everyone wears them. Mm. I put them on. It's literally halfway down my chest. Okay, that's not good. And um, I'm like, oh, I don't understand the hype. Yeah. Like, am I crazy for not liking it? Because there's been some um, leotards that I've seen that are like $200 upwards yeah. and I feel like some of them are. I don't think it's the same brand that you were talking about. There are like, there is another brand I'm thinking of where it was and there was also another brand on top of that where they were quite expensive but they've just folded, I heard. Yeah, yeah. So that also tells me too, I think like also that market of spending like 250 plus on a leotard, I personally don't think it's there. Like I don't think that it's worth that. There's so many other brands that can give you like literally better quality. Exactly. Better fit. Like the fit is everything. Like for literally half the price. Yeah, colours and everything. Also same as dance costumes. Oh, yes. Okay, oh, my God, let's talk about this tutu. Should you spend $1,000 on a tutu? No, you should definitely not spend $1,000 on a tutu. I don't understand. Well, you know what? Nowadays, actually, they're going for like $1,500. That's just wild to me. No, it's actually a real thing. Like, Like, I know you've got to have a tutu. I remember back in the day when I was first doing solos, I literally was squeezing myself in these little tutus from a secondhand, you know, thing. The other thing is, too, is that the tutus nowadays, they're like full proper corset bodices, you know, um, that type of thing. They're amazing. They're amazing. For $1,000. But like when I was doing my solos at like 13, I was just wearing like an elastic. It was almost like a leotard with a tutu attached to it. Oh, girl, I got the same. (laughs) But I feel like nowadays, you know, everything's just like all about being like extravagant and doing more and more and more. But um, yeah, it's like now people are spending one and a half grand on it. You know, also though, I do think that 
that if you want a nice tutu, I think one of the best things that you can do to keep it all very cost efficient is hire it. Yeah. Literally, there's so many brands nowadays, like tutu brands, that um, they allow you to hire it for like six months or a year. And like by the time your kid grows, they're going to be growing out of that yes. tutu you've just spent one and a half grand on. Yeah. If you do decide to um, not hire a tutu, you want to buy your own like really expensive tutu, make sure that tutu maker has extra like bodice fabric in it so that when your daughter does grow, yeah. they can just like, you know, adjust it accordingly because I just, I can't believe that like, yeah, that's what they're charging. So much money. And also at the same time, you're spending one and a half grand for them to wear it five times. Mm, like well, they're probably doing five different Estedfords or competitions or whatever. Like Literally. That is ridiculous Yeah, I know. And you know what I think it is though? Yeah. I think it comes down to demand. There's yeah. not enough tutu makers that are good, that yeah. make like good tutus or decent decent tutus. So all the good ones at the moment, they know like what they can charge. Their whole property. <laughs> exactly. Because they know that they're like in such high demand. Yeah. So it's getting to the point where they'll probably make less tutus, but charge more because yeah. they don't actually need to be making 500 tutus a year. No. They're like, we'll just charge double and make 250 instead. Yeah. Like, wow. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. Get but- into tutu making. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Um, you know, another thing I will just never understand as well, why yeah. it's so expensive in ballet is point shoes. I know. Guys, when, I don't know about you, A, but I, I distinctively remember this. When I first got my, well, when I got my first pair of point shoes, I think they were seventy four ninety five. Oh, wow. And I used to get like, obviously the elastics, the ribbons, the toe spaces. So I think, well, not toe spaces, ouch pouches, whatever yeah. you call them. So by the time we left the dance store, I remember mum always saying, I was like, mummy, how much did that cost? And she was like, that was about a hundred dollars. Now, it is like if you get a pair of point shoes, it is like 200. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but I think it's $200 to get the whole shebang. Yeah, I think point shoes now are 100 to 150. Yeah. I remember spending $100. Yeah, so they were 74.95 when I first got mine. Yeah. That was Bring that back. <laughs> yeah, I'm just thinking that I was 12, so that was nearly 20 years ago. Yeah, wow. Holy moly. Holy moly. Ah, that's scary. No, that's but so but I think it's because like there's also so many different brands out there and also it's so actually hard to find the perfect shoe for Mm. you like that's ridiculous and I think you do spend so much money because you're trying all these different brands yeah literally because you know a new brand might come out and you're like oh my gosh I want to try this point shoe $200 you wear them once they don't suit you there's been so many times yeah there's been so many times I'll try a new brand of point shoes wear them once or twice for class and I'm like nah nah it doesn't fit I can't dance in them. But you know what I reckon you do like as a parent if you're trying to like you know not buy point shoes every single week because Mm. it can get so expensive is I think you need to invest in like jet glue, shellac or I know it seems like a lot but you need to have like two on rotation at once because obviously as a dancer they're always going to need point shoes. It's just one of those things and for some reason they've like completely like doubled the price in the past you know 10 years 20 years. Yeah. (laughs) So I think like that that's not going away anytime soon so I think the best thing you can do is try and make them last for as long as possible yeah. and have them on rotation so that when they're not wearing one pair, they're airing out. Yeah, airing out is such a good tip. Yeah, like, don't put them in those point 
two bags. No. That's like one of the worst. Even if it's mesh, I feel like that's one of the worst things you can be doing because you're literally allowing all that sweat to just kind of like. Don't disin- keep your to- toe pads in them either. Yeah. I see kids keeping their toe pads. So in you have them. to pull the toe pads out because yeah. the sweat, the toe pad sweat, sounds so gross. It yeah. actually like disintegrates the shoe. Yeah, it makes them soft. Yeah, it makes them wet. Yeah, because point yeah. shoes are literally paper mache. Yeah. How wild is that? I know it's crazy. I know. So- I think that's also why they're so expensive. Is because majority of them are handmade. Yeah, they're all handcrafted yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, it's so nice. I remember getting custom point shoes. Oh um, no. Because I two hundred and fifty dollars, yeah, please. Yeah, literally, and I had to get like twenty of them at a time. Mm. Like it was wild. Putting the MOQs on you. Yeah, literally. Minimum order quantity. If, I had um, to. You wonder what MOQ is? Yeah. But yeah. No, that's wild. Mm. You know what I think we should discuss? Yes. A, is training, but I feel like it should be a whole nother topic. Yeah. Like in training, what's worth spending your money on and what's not? Like, for example, more and more classes, more and more rehearsals, or should it be private lessons? Yeah, or less think, is more. Yeah, I think we should talk about that, but I think we could probably talk about it for a very long time. Yeah. So maybe what we'll do in a couple of weeks, guys, we'll do a total separate episode on training and, like, honestly what you should do. Yeah. In how our you, opinion. How you make it, in our opinion. Yeah, 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 yeah. literally. That's yeah. so true, hey. Perfect. Okay, that was a fun episode. Thank Love you, guys. guys. Bye. Save your money. <laughs> <laughs>